Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today I'm delighted to welcome Shefali Singh, Senior Lead HR at Lightstorm. Welcome to the podcast Shefali. Thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Thanks for the introduction Riddhi. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm great Shefali and it's honor to have you here. So before we delve into the intricacies of HR strategy and skills and the you know the workplace of the future of the workplace i just wanted to ask you a little bit about yourself and your career journey so far and of course the path that you that led you to your current role so talking about myself um, at a personal and a professional level i have around 5 uh, years of experience as an hr i initially pursued my engineering but then i thought of uh, uh, there was a mind shift where i wanted to pursue business management i worked uh, as a business development executive in the start for like 5 months worked in a small startup understood you know nuances of the business and what are the various functions and how critical are those then uh, i pursued my mba from uh, sibm pune symbiosis and i think that was a major learning for me that time uh, where i interned uh, with a few companies and you know got an exposure in terms of hr so i think my major inclination was towards hr in itself from the start because uh, it's i think it's more than uh, people think that hr is like you need to be a people person but i think it's more of uh, understanding the uh, you know uh, what are how do we communicate better how do we understand better Yeah. Right. So it's all about, uh, I would say, networking. It's all about uh, listening skills. I would say, especially yeah. like in any profession you go, you need to first understand, you know, where is uh, where do you fit in in the picture, yeah. and how can you contribute. So yeah, and definitely you need to interact with people. And uh, now that I've worked with the uh, different, I would say, industries, I've worked in fashion retail, I've worked in edtech. I have worked in um, I've worked in a short stint in Algoro based trading firm and now Lightstorm being a telecom industry altogether. So it's been a different experience I've worked with different age groups. So you know uh, I would say luckily I have such uh, so I am uh, I'm willing to experiment you know I think that what keeps me going in different things and different places. So yeah I think that's about me. Definitely and, yeah. yeah and talking about work i worked poorly as an hrbp from the start i worked as a management trainee with aditya birla then uh, from there i uh, worked in different cities and then i switched to byju's uh, where my role was core hrbp direct i worked with the three different uh, business verticals and uh, then i worked with algo based trading firm which was uh, majorly into quant research and software development and also now it's kind of a similar profile of people that i'm handling majorly into operations So and they have their operations globally as well. So it gives kind of a global perspective of working and how do we implement things globally. 
Wow. I must say your journey is truly inspiring. And of course, you have worked in different domains or different industries, like you mentioned, in fashion or ed tech or say algo-based trading companies. So definitely you have a plethora of everything. And I'm sure today we'll get a lot of content from our conversation. So now speaking of uh, growth and evolution, of course, we know like skills are required in today's demand and uh, there should be strategic approach to skill development. So Chef Ali, uh, can you share some strategies you employ to ensure that your workforce continuously acquire and refine that relevant skill needed for today's fast-paced environment because of course skills nowadays are very important. So I think your question, um, you know, uh, revolves around uh, the changing uh, need of skill set uh, required these days, and you know how can we ensure that it uh, we, the workforce continually, you know, is agile and uh, you know hones relevant skill in the future. So I think uh, in that, uh, if I see from my experience of uh, past and now, you know, uh, since I'm also really involved into uh, learning and development and uh, you know talent management piece. So I think uh, first and foremost, we need to understand what are our current business needs, okay? What are the current role needs that we want, uh, we have, and what are the future needs that we want in terms of functions, in terms of different roles, and what are the gaps? So basically conducting regular skill assessment, you can say. Mm -hmm. So that is one that which can help us identify skill gaps in our workforce and prioritize that uh, one need that need to be addressed, maybe on a quarterly basis, or maybe, you know, uh, how do we want our goals to be defined, right? What should be our key milestones? How do we achieve, for example, now I want an uh, upskilling of my uh, sales workforce related to some tool that I want the, they need to use. And that is like very essential, right? So how do I plan a training for that? And how do we see the impact of a training, yeah. right? So this is from an HR perspective. And now to fit into business perspective, it should be more of uh, what competencies are we developing, okay? Yeah. What kind of competency do we need to define for a role? At what level, at what tenure? So I think offering a variety of uh, learning uh, development opportunities definitely help in that. And uh, creating a culture of continuous learning. You know, certain policies, certain frameworks that allow employees to uh, actually upskill. Right. Yeah. What happens that companies run so many uh, learning initiatives, but they don't have bandwidth most of the time. Right. How do we fit in in their work routine or how do we fit in the whole learning part as a intention of continuous learning? Yeah. So I think a lot of support from the business end, from the senior leadership is required to actually run it successfully, to actually have the agenda of uh, upskilling your workforce. So you need to have a buy-in. And obviously, create or conduct regular skill assessment, creating a culture of continuous learning, and obviously reward and recognize employee for their learning and development efforts. You know, someone who is doing a learning on a consistent level at a consistent frequency, rather than an employee who is not doing or maybe not interested in doing it. So you you should definitely recognize those employees give their testimonials for whatever you're running. So I think it motivates it, it because we are into, you know, we are a social animal. We yeah. see people what they are doing. If mm. they're doing something great and, you know, if it's being recognized, people will follow. Definitely. So I think there are companies like Google, you know, there are the opportunities, uh, inclusion, tuition reimbursement. So, you know, you can go for a certain uh, course that you want to pursue for an X amount and they reimburse it. 
and I, I think it's a very good initiative because there is like your own self individual growth and you know on site trainings and online courses there are so many uh, platform available like udemy uh, they have yeah. corporate plans as well where we can do the things that we think that is a relevant skill set available right so i think there are a lot of opportunities in it but obviously we need to design and structure in a way how do we ex- execute it how strong our frameworks are to ensure that people are you know following it and consistently putting in time definitely i think uh, you have mentioned some great points in and your multifaceted approach that you have underlined with the learning within your organization within the organization i think that's great but you know adding to your response i just wanted to ask you of course everybody knows like the remote work is becoming more prevalent nowadays so ensuring skill right. development across diverse location because of course people are sitting at their home or or at office also so how do you right. facilitate like learning opportunities and skill developments for employees who work remotely so yes i think uh, right now after post covid especially yeah. the culture and now it is turning into more of a hybrid culture like few companies are promoting hybrid culture altogether exactly. so i think it has its own uh, pros and cons right obviously it helps you uh, save the time and you know the all the ad hoc things that you need to do to reach to a certain office and then start your work but i think uh, the the cons or maybe the trade off is between you know teamwork or networking or collaboration or learning on the go yeah. right or uh, maybe uh, because when you are involved in a certain atmosphere when you go to uh, for example a workspace space especially that is dedicated to those things so uh, it's the psyche of the person is very different yeah right so in terms of learning i would say yes definitely this would be a more of a challenge because you because you're not a day day by day or day in day out you're communicating with that person on the, you know certain agenda so i think uh, which what tools can help us in this is using online learning platforms okay there are many online learning platforms that are offering variety of courses this make it this make it easy for employees to access from anywhere yeah. learning opportunities and obviously i think as an organization what we can do to reinforce it we can provide access to virtual mentors you know there can be virtual mentorship programs that can help employee connect with the you know experienced professional who can provide them guidance and support we yeah. can have a maybe a mentorship program run for a managerial or skip level manager like they want to nominate someone who can volunteer for this and you know uh, understand you know what are the courses or maybe what are their learning agendas or needs yeah so i think it's more of uh, creating a communication channel online communication channel in remote or maybe hybrid work uh, culture and obviously encouraging employees to collaborate and share knowledge so for example there can be a knowledge sharing platform a common interest basically for example now i want to learn uh, maybe ai usage of ai in you know certain thing so yeah. if there is a common platform or their official communication channels or maybe a overall academy learning academy is created right and yeah. then we can share our thoughts on you know what are we doing and what did you learn about it so like keeping it fun engaging interesting mm-hmm. and creating a sense of community ultimately even though employees are working remotely it's important to create a sense of belonging and community and this can be done by organizing virtual events you know celebrating their successes and something they have done providing opportunities for them to connect with each other and it can be you know then obviously 
related to learning for example atlassian offer its employer variety of online learning courses as well as virtual mentorship program hubspot yeah. also has hubspot academy with a variety of courses on business sales and marketing and uh, they have number of virtual events and meetups where employee can connect with each other upwork for uh, there is one more example i would like to give like upwork university is there where you can uh, have a variety of courses on freelancing entrepreneurship and technology right yeah. So I think the, if you look out for opportunities, there are a lot of uh, ways to connect. And obviously, as an HR, as a stakeholder of that process, as a people and culture team, we need to ensure that, you know, uh, like uh, what is the groundwork reality and where are the gaps to, we need to fill in, fill in in the real time. Yeah. So I think that is uh, ownership should be defined and, you know, certain responsibilities should be defined for different functions, different departments and how they can collaborate in it. Definitely. I must say, uh, whatever points you have mentioned, of course, there's a lot of valuable insights you have given as, of course, listeners will, you know, definitely get a lot of learning uh, channels, whatever you have mentioned. And yeah, so... Of course, you have mentioned about the communication channel also because communication is nowadays very important. So, you know, creating a proper communication channel will definitely help for a hybrid workforce to get a better training in the organization. Right. Yeah, right. So, definitely. So, you know, now as we talked about the skill-based performance and of course, the remote work-based skills learning channels, I just wanted to ask you like... Like, how do you assess employee performance based on skill mastery and contribution moving beyond the conventional performance matrix? Because, of course, this topic is now significant importance. So how do we measure right. that? Right. I mean, that's a very relevant question. Um, and most of the organizations struggle uh, in that part, uh, practically speaking, uh, because it's easy to easier said than done in this part because see traditional performance metrics uh, such as sales numbers or you know production quotas or maybe some other metric can be helpful in evaluating employees performance okay however they do not take always into account uh, the skills and knowledge that employees have acquired yeah okay so i think to evaluate uh, employee performance based on skill mastery and contribution there are few, I think, uh, methodologies that I have also used in my past experience, which I can share. First yeah. is designing a capability development framework. Okay. Okay. I think it's more of to simplify it. It includes your skill sets. It includes your uh, then clubbed into certain competency. It then includes a level of proficiency in that competency depending on the tenure and certain weightage percentage attached to it. Okay. So basically it's a competency-based assessment where you can measure an employee's ability to perform specific tasks and duties rather than just to see whether they are achieving their goal of 100% achievement or no. Okay. Right. So I think it is more of a 360 degree viewpoint that we want to take in terms of when we are evaluating an employee or we are evaluating a succession pipeline yeah. right when we are actually uh, evaluating based upon skill mastery and contributions our intention is that we want that person to be ready for the next level Definitely. right so i think this is a more holistic approach to perf to do the performance evaluation and uh, then if you want then uh, there is another thing that there is uh, 360 degree feedback where an employee receives feedback from their manager peers direct reportees and this provides a complete picture of an employee performance it can be on their soft skills 
it can be upon uh, you know um, uh, if they had some, done something that is you know beyond their job role i think so there are certain skills you need to do certain things yeah. right and obviously rather than focusing on a single performance review either you use a you know a continuous improvement uh, approach to evaluate employee performance that means a ongoing feedback and coaching rather than have annual review and you know where the candidate could have gotten a feedback um you know a month on month basis with their manager if they are doing something right or do they think that you need put more time in something x to you know to improve your skill set right so i think it's a very uh, intensive approach in terms of if the manager is really invested in that person and is giving the time in terms of a constructive feedback or where he needs to you know upscale or maybe explore some learning opportunities so i think that there is a lot of difference so if you see it helps us in you know different things it helps in engaging better with our employees it it actually helps us avoid any you know uh, required uh, like unrequired attrition right there are so many metrics attached with it if you say so i think these are the things uh, that matter but ultimately as, as i always said it's easier said than done so these approach require a, a very strong a very strong narrative yeah right it requires a very strong narrative like why i want to do a 360 degree feedback what is the need of it right how and what will i get out of it now if i have to see for example if my manager says find out the you know i need talent pool that i need to build up for the senior level yeah. now only because based on the performance review i cannot do that so it has to have some uh, it has to have some driven agenda towards yeah. it and that's how you can engage the employees you can take you know uh, keep everyone on board with you to yeah. do certain try certain things yeah totally got your point shapali i think you have presented it really very well and the approaches you have mentioned about designing a capability framework or uh, the ongoing feedback approach i think that highlights the importance of a holistic view that you know encompasses the skill development and contribution so right, right. yeah we have talked about skill how we you know evaluate those skills but you know we have forgotten on very important topic which is our digital landscape so of mm-hmm. course in a fast paced digital landscape i must say like maintaining learning agility is very important so mm-hmm. what approaches do you recommend for employees to effectively cultivate and sustain their learning agility amidst this rapid change i think uh, so yes uh, you're right that you know this is a very fast uh, changing landscape considering the past years uh, you know where uh, ai has come in the picture we have chat gpt we have google bard we have so many other platforms coming up uh, i mean they're all reading picture uh, that are replacing chat gpt altogether yeah. there is a tool called uh, where you can get uh, virtual presentations made you just need to put an idea in it like what kind of thing do you want right so i think the world has become really fast paced right it has uh, like if you have the willingness to learn something i think you don't need to you know uh, invest in only a big bucks to actually gain something so yeah. i think this the one of the best if anybody sees in my way if i see it one of the best time to learn anything from anywhere you can learn it and uh, i think the resources are humongous yeah from where you can actually utilize these opportunities firstly you need to have a very curious and open mindset in terms of learning new things right 
sometimes what happens that when you are in a role you've been uh, you know working for like i'm talking about experienced people like 7 to 10 years you've spent in a role or maybe different roles but then you get maybe you know comfortable in certain spot and it, it there's a sense of resistance when you want to you know go into maybe a certain uncomfortable area in terms of learning or you know growing but in today's world if you have to stay relevant you need to upskill and you need to have uh, you know you need to be in touch with the digital landscape what's happening around yeah. okay so i think uh, even my if i say my uh, journey i've you i've been using you know these tools i, I started using in like 5 6 months back only but i think i have uh, as an hr also i've learned a lot in terms of how can i do things better in a way and obviously it, it requires human it's not that it's going to replace anyone yeah. but i think it's required a very thoughtful approach in terms of what do you want to learn and what kind of questions you ask yeah right and i think the best way to learn is trying new things without thinking too much right yeah. sometimes think too much yeah this is relevant or should i do something else we start multiple things but we complete none so i think uh, we sh- it, it happens so yeah. don't wait for i think for your maybe someone else to say to you or maybe your employer to provide you with training opportunities you can take the initiative yourself on your own because it's your development it's your individual development right yeah. and i think networking with others you know one of the best way i think like this podcast there may be several other pod- podcasts related to different uh, niche altogether where you know your interest lies read about it you know explore resources and obviously be patient and persistent like you know learning needs take effort it takes time uh, sometimes we get discouraged i you know if we don't master something right of it right yeah. if i now if i say that i want to learn coding or maybe you know i want to learn some very technical thing so obviously it will require me to get out of my comfort zone it will require me to put in hours whenever i get time maybe over the weekend or maybe you know giving making a trade off between going out and you know staying in and putting in that hours yeah so it eventually pays off if i if i see that and have a group you know where people are also inspired to do certain things because if you have a peer uh, you know a circle where you are doing these things together right you have the diff- same interest level then obviously it fosters learning definitely mm-hmm. so yeah i mean changes are going to happen there in the, i would i am see i i read a lot in these areas i see that there are changes going to come in every sector so yes. how do we keep ourselves relevant how do we uh, create our own value is the yes. question i must say you have explained it really very well because uh, like from the way we communicate to the way we onboard people i think everything has changed drastically with this ai so of course we will need to be updated with whatever hap- is happening and of course the main thing is to be to get updated and then only we will be you know <laughs> yeah i think it's my main to be open like be open okay. that you don't always know everything okay yeah. if you that i know everything this can't this is something uh, you know i've done it better so this yeah. is kind of things and you know closed mindset exactly. so that won't uh, help you in learning anything new so yeah. I, you uh, either you are 30 20 or 40 or 50 learning should never stop exactly you should have always that curiosity in you yeah 
Guys, I think it will get boring. So, <laughs> I think why get uh, why to lead a boring life in terms of you know your own uh, your own self when you see yourself you know growing in terms of career in terms of your own learnings. So yes. you need kind of a problem solving thing to keep moving, right? Mm-hmm. Keep exploring. So I think that's the spirit, and I think most of the successful people do it. So yeah, yeah that's about it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I must say. So yeah, I'm sure like there's a lot of takeaway from the content you have shared today, Shafali. So thank you for sharing this. So thank this brings us to the end of our conversation. But before we leave, can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you? Oh sure, you can reach out to me. I think uh, you can reach out to me over LinkedIn. Uh, my profile, I think uh, they can help in that part to share. Sure, I'll just mention that. Yeah, you can share that, and uh, I mean, I also mentor. I also mentor with Masters Union. I uh, help students there as well for their uh, preparation in terms of uh, interviews and CV oh. as well. So I have been a part with for them with past four months as well. Okay. So yeah, I think it has helped me to understand, you know, what people are requiring or learning oh. in, and how can I help them, you know, maybe crack that one interview, which, you know, I think I create a sense of impact for me. Yeah. So that is something I am pursuing side by side. That's so really good. You want any kind of a mentoring or you want to connect over, I have my profile link over TopMate as well. You can connect over there as well for a session. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Shafali. It was really lovely hosting you today. Thank you, Riddhi. Thank you so much for hosting me. It was great uh, sharing uh, my insights and I loved the conversation overall. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.